Hello and welcome to Terrifying Robot Dog. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about how technology is changing the way we interact with the world. This week, we've got a couple of fun things to talk about while we waffle our way around. Uh, not the least of which is, how, how do you even describe the finger robot? Um, it's a robot with living muscle tissue. Oh, so gross even to hear it. But it's creepy. If you see it, it's even worse. Is so gross. It looks like it looks like uh, like two very robotic, skinny fingers, golem fingers that had the flesh flayed off them, and it's just like, yeah, blood meat. Ugh. Like it wouldn't be so bad if they put skin on it. Couldn't they put like a rubber glove on there or something? It's it's creepy. <laughs> the idea is pretty nice. I mean, the idea is mm-hmm. to to grow skin around prosthetic limbs and stuff you know like super duper like luke skywalker at the end of empire or like terminator is the obvious other mm-hmm. obvious one yeah the other obvious one yeah <laughs> living tissue around the titanium exoskeleton and get more more realistic movement and and what be that way yeah i mean it's a nice idea but boy is it hard to look at presumably by the time it gets to market it'll have skin though one would think what if would they? Do you think they would bother with fingernails? I'm wondering how do you supply it with nutrients? Hmm. Like, do you have to feed your prosthetic with like injecting some? Oh, I just assumed it would be surgically attached. Yeah, but if it's surgically attached, then you're gonna because they're talking about using um, robotics to control the movement of the prosthetic. But if it's surgically attached, then it's gonna aren't you gonna have signals coming from your own brain? Like, how is it different than just grafting on an artificial limb that, that you're, I don't know, it's, mm. and they were also talking about uses in, in just like, you know, not, not solely prosthetics, but also just a, just a robot with this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that seems, and I mean, it seems like you'd have to yeah. feed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, it seems like to, to, that seems like a step backwards. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird. Yeah. Well, how would you feel? I mean, it would need a blood supply, which yeah, presumably it would need a blood supply of some sort, right? And and there would be nutrients that you would have to inject into this blood supply. I mean, I doubt there's just like a there's not going to be like a cheeseburger slot and something. <laughs> that, but it, but yeah, you know, maybe they are talking about like what if you what if you graft it onto, say, you have your your hand cut off, and so you graft this thing on at the wrist, then. Because I know a lot of the a lot of the problems with you know like if you get a finger cut off and they reattach the finger then they're able to get a blood supply to it but a lot of times there's too much nerve damage to control the movement right so you know maybe it's something like that maybe you have your your robotic robotic assist for the movement sort of aspect of it but they're able to able to supply enough uh, blood supply and, and nutrients to it to keep it alive I don't know yeah I guess that yeah I guess that is true like. You can reattach stuff, and the problem is the nerve, like reconnecting the nerves, not the blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't get like the tiny little blood vessels, but some of that's. St- but generally, you can, mm. you can kind of resupply enough to keep it alive. Mm. But if you didn't, then you would need some kind of, you know, you it would need a circulatory system. Yeah, it needs lungs. It needs a heart. So it needs to it needs to push the blood around, and it needs to like oxygenate the blood. Yeah, and it's got to get nutrients into the blood. Yeah, so I can imagine like a calorie cartridge 
that you like reload, you know, cheeseburger slot, basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah. You just put your liquid cheeseburger in there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh-huh. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, it was a very it was a very short article. It did not go into detail. It left a lot to the imagination. Right. It was kind of just here's a creepy video, we did a thing. It was proof of concept basically. It right, was it was right. a breakthrough proof of concept, but pretty very far away from any kind of like practical application. Yeah, and they were and they were keeping it underwater, I guess to keep the muscle tissue viable. At least they they said water. I wouldn't be surprised if it was some kind of electrolyte solution. Mm. It, who knows? Yeah. Like Gatorade, mm. dog plasma. Yeah. <laughs> well, rat in this case maybe it was it was rat muscle tissue. Was it? Yes. <sighs> yes, and I'm I'm a little surprised that it was rat muscle tissue and not tissue that had been grown. But they did say they did talk about um, possibly genetically engineering some muscle tissue so that it could be so that they could trigger it with other mechanisms like photo photoreceptors and that sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah. I what well, I thought they said they grew it from scratch. I must have misread that. They might have. They might have, but it was. I think it was. If if so, it was originally based on rat. Because I specifically remember reading rat muscle tissue. <laughs> yeah, it makes it even better. Mm, yes, rat fingers. No, you're right. Actually, I just pulled the article back up. It's developed a new method for using living rat muscle tissue in robotics. Biohybrid design simulates the look and movements of a human finger. Wild. Well, that's delightful. That's even mm-hmm. even better now that I know that. <laughs> Giant, terrifying robot rat. Yeah, lots oh. of lots of questions I have. Mm-hmm. Wild. Well, I watched a movie. You did, and you recommended it to me, and I have not gotten to it yet. Oh, before we get into to talking about your movie, should mm-hmm. we mention that Amazon has officially announced that they are saving the Expanse oh, TV show? Cool, that's right. I think we talked about it before, but it turns out it wasn't actually definite. Official, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and now it's official. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Jeff Bezos. Yes, he is. He is that guy. <laughs> Yeah, there was a really good selfie video of the announcement at some, I don't yeah. know I don't know what he was at. He was at some conference. Yeah, it was the um the NASA like some some I forget what it's called now, but it was some conference put on by NASA with a bunch of space science stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, and and like a bunch of members of the cast were in the audience and they were like flipping out. Yeah, so cool. they were, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Holden was in tears. Yeah, yeah, that was great. So cool. Very, very excited about that. I think that show is amazing. The books are, mm-hmm. the books are unbelievable when the show is like, it's, it's wild. It's getting better is, and better, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. That they're doing the books justice is mind blowing. Yeah. So but they're, they're still, they're, they're changing several things from the books, but they're still doing it really well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely check that out. I would, I mean, I would recommend people read the books first, but yeah, you know, yeah, I think you'll find it easier to get into the show if you read the books first, because especially that first season. Mm-hmm. And actually, the current season, they're like uh, the the last episode I watched because they're releasing it like they're dripping out episodes for season three. Mm-hmm. The last one I watched, I was like, I'm pretty sure I would not be able to follow this if I hadn't read the books. They were like blasting through stuff, like the whole Clarissa Mao angle. Yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, this is so out of left field. And I read the books, and it took me a while to figure out what was going on. Right, right. I think you. I think you might be an episode behind me, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So speaking of TV and movies, I was um, probably wishing for another Expanse episode, and there wasn't one. Mm-hmm. So um, it, I think it was on Netflix. Yes. I saw 
you know, recommended for you, 98% Anon. And it's a movie starring uh, Clive Owen, who I really like, and Amanda Seyfried, I think you say her last name. She was one of the, the mean girls in Mean Girls. Okay. And I, I'm not going to spoil it, so don't worry, but the the... And the movie was okay. It was okay. It was kind of like a Black Mirror episode um, in terms of of thought-provokingness. And the mm-hmm. story was okay. Okay, I haven't watched it yet, but I'll probably do that this weekend. Yeah, I'll leave the story out of it. There's a, there's a lot of not-safe-for-work scenes, so definitely make sure Kira's not around. But, uh, yeah, so the, the, the core conceit or the premise is that this is far enough in the future that people have virtual reality implants or augmented reality implants. So, you know, you don't see any technology whatsoever. There's not like a contact lens or something. It's like a non-removable superpower, if you want to call it that, where everybody's networked so that their eyes are like a security camera. So everything you look at is getting fed into your record, it's called, and can be reviewed real time or uh, after the fact. Okay. There actually was a Black Mirror episode with that exact same premise. Yes. Entire History of You, I think it was called. I believe it was. Yes. Uh, and this is very tech, tech wise. It's very similar. Uh, although there are a couple of, couple of little differences in, in History of You, you could tell when someone was reviewing something, a memory, like their right. eye lit up. And in this uh, they talked about being able to, you know, that, the, uh, this is not a spoiler. Okay. I'm thinking it through. Yes. This is not a spoiler. The, the premise of the, the movie, and you, you get this pretty quickly at the beginning is that as you're walking around, everything you're doing is being recorded, just like the black mirror episode. And it is possible for your spouse or business partner or whoever to say, let me see, you know, to distrust you for some reason and say, let me see your record from last week. And, you know, it would be like, uh, it would be a rude thing to ask for. So you would need to be, it would be a bad, it would be a fight. Basically you're in a fight right. and somebody wants to see if you're lying essentially. So, or, you know, ask somebody may, maybe, Oh, can you, can you send me your record from last week? I forgot the thing the, what that thing was called when you were at the store or whatever. And so the, so the, and I don't think this was in the black mirror episode. There are these hackers who can alter your record. So, you know, if you, I don't know, did something you didn't want anybody to know about, cheated on your taxes, something like that, or cheated on anybody else, then you can hire these people to come in and just hack that out. And then instead of leaving a blank space, they'll go back and find, you know, they'll ask you, okay, what memory should I put there in place? And they try to graft it together. So you don't see the, don't see the transition from the, you know, the live feed to the recorded piece and then back to the live feed. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, but that doesn't really happen. The, the piece about like, you know, your spouse asking you to see your history doesn't really happen in the movie. It's, it's a cop mystery sort of thing. And Clive Owens is a uh, detective and the police <laughs> this is like some hilarious scenes where they're surveilling someone and mm-hmm. they just sit in a room in the police station doing nothing. They're just sitting at tables, <laughs> not even facing each other, but they're like, they're, in their heads, they're watching the live video feed from the suspect's eyes. Right. <laughs> so this is this is the the coolest part about it was they're sitting 
imagine how complicated this would be if it, if it could happen, like how complicated, complicated slash useful slash screwed up this would be. So and I think the cops are the only ones who can have permission to like hop into somebody's eyesight, you yeah. know, essentially like view their camera. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the cops are getting the view from the perpetrator or whatever, the potential criminal. Right. So they can't actually see the person. They can only see what the person's seeing. So they can tell where they are and they can tell their surroundings. But this is so cool. So they'll be, if, if the perpetrator, let's just call him the criminal. If the criminal goes into a place where other people are around, mm-hmm. the, the eyesight is, you know, it's, it's, it's not just a live feed. It's also has, you know, all that cool, like overlay stuff that you would imagine, you know, there's like, as you're walking down the street, you see a little box around each person, like a very finely designed box around people's face with their name, age, profession, hit points, mana, all that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they're public information. Um, but the cops, so the criminal walks onto a busy street. Let's say the cops want to know what the criminal's wearing, but he hasn't looked at his own outfit. Right. They can see the name of someone walking toward him, hop into their head to look at their perp, mm-hmm. see what he's wearing, see if he's carrying anything, see if he's, you know, maybe detect if he has a gun or whatever. And they can hop around from all these different heads to see him from like all these camera angles. So it's almost <laughs> like a bunch of cameras following the guy around. Yeah. And the, the wild thing is that every time you walk into a situation where you walk past a bunch of people, you're in all of their history. So if you like stole a bike or something like that, or, you know, and you were walking down the street with it, the hacker would have to go in and remove you with the bike from everybody's memory. Right. So they have, so criminals who, you know, let's say you're going to, let's say you sell drugs or something like that. Uh, you arrange in advance to meet the person and the, the, the drug dealer keeps his eyes closed the entire time the transaction happens. So mm-hmm. nobody can see who it was. It's like, Oh my, like your head starts to explode with like, it's somehow it, it was the, the ability see in the, in the black mirror episode, it was optional. Like it was, a, most people liked it. It was called a grain and it was injected behind your ear, but you could, people would steal them. Internal. In fact, yeah. yeah. You know, people would like mug you and cut it out and take it. But this didn't seem that way. This was not optional. This was something that the police were like very much interested in maintaining. There's like a whole sub thread about that. And it is just so just like so far beyond even what I would have imagined as a complete lack of privacy. Mm-hmm. You know, hilariously, GDPR went to into effect like last week. <laughs> and this is the polar opposite. Yes, it is the polar opposite. <laughs> yeah, super. It, it's it's from a it's a really nicely shot movie. You know, it's it's fun to look at. The story's pretty good. I'm not going to say it's five stars. That's for sure. The story's pretty good, and it's for, for tech nerds. It might be fun to watch just to like you know groove on the the concept. And they did a right. really amazing job with the motion graphics. It looks really cool. Cool. So I dug it. It was pretty fun. Cool. Sounds fun. It, it was worth the free price. Yes. <laughs> I'll check it out this weekend. Speaking of movies, have you seen the solo movie? Yes. We went to see it Monday night. You did? Yes. I did not yet. I, won't, I don't see movies until, unless they're on TV. Mm-hmm. So 
I've been hearing bad news about it. Oh, we liked it. We oh, enjoyed good. It. That's good. Well, you know what? I wouldn't say that I've been hearing that it was bad. I heard that not a lot of people went. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the, the numbers were low. You know, now that I think of it, I kind of, I think I kind of assumed it wasn't that great because not a lot of people went. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Um, um, maybe there's just, I suspect that a big reason for that is that Han Solo is so iconically, like Harrison Ford is so iconically Han Solo or Han, or Han Solo is so iconically Harrison Ford, mm. however way you want to put it, that having someone else play that role mm-hmm. might be off-putting. But I thought I thought the guy. I don't even don't even remember the actor's name. I, I didn't even look it up. But I thought he did a good job. Mm, and cool. um, and no, I thought it was a good story. I mean, it wasn't like anything. There was nothing mind blowing, but there was a lot of little references and some some good humor and some just, just some fun backstory. It was yeah, we liked it. Oh, that's good to know. I think they might just be. I, I, I hate to say this, but I almost feel like they're releasing them too fast. You know, like, you know, I think they might be. Yeah, I feel like I just one watched one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, didn't didn't um, last, last Jedi. Jedi come out like December? It's like six months ago. Yeah, seems like it. I mean, I, I'd rather have stuff released more quickly than too slowly, Jim Butcher. But right, still. <laughs> hey, hopefully October. No, I don't think we've heard. I don't think it's been officially announced, but speculation is October. Mm. Looking forward to that. Yes. It's been so long. I'm gonna have to like listen to the series again. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to. To reread or, or re-listen. Mm. Yeah, I'm way behind on my movies. I still haven't seen Ready Player One. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You need to do that. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> what do you What do you do? Just like wait for stuff to be released on Blu-ray? Yeah, that's it. Make it to streaming services. Yeah, I don't. We don't go to the theater. That I haven't gone to a yeah. movie theater in like I don't even remember the last time, honestly. Yeah, Richard goes more often than I do, but there are a few that I, I like to go to. Well, part of part of it is that I live in a small town, and you know, opening night is Friday night. So if you wait and go on Monday night, you can have the theater all to yourself. Nice. So. Yeah, it's just it's the it's a kids thing. Oh we yeah, that like, makes sense. They, makes you sense. know, it's like any movie we want to see is probably not kid appropriate. Although I wonder mm-hmm. if Hans, the Han Solo movie kid appropriate. I think so. Yeah, probably. It's probably. Uh, it would probably be like Cooper age, get appropriate. Maybe not so much Maggie age. Yeah. Okay. Roger that. Well, speaking of movies and like going to the theater, have mm-hmm. you played around with uh, Oculus Go at all? I have not. Hmm. I've been hearing really good things about it. Like the that the the combination of price point and feature set that they chose to include mm-hmm. is really compelling. To look into it we're kind of we're kind of all in on the htc hardware at this point right so we just haven't bothered to pick up anything oculus mm-hmm. yeah so the the review that i saw that was the most compelling to me and you know for people that don't know this is like facebook finally released a wireless you know untethered reasonably high quality or, or they say very high quality mm-hmm. uh, vr headset experience very expo- does, it, does it still need your phone nope Okay. Self-contained. You pull it out of your bag. You put it on your head. You go. Okay. I didn't know if it's still paired to your phone or not. So I almost. Po- I don't. Bl- I know you don't stick your phone in it, and I'm right. almost positive you don't have to pair it to your phone. I could be wrong okay. about that. But so it's basically the Ready Player One headset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, it doesn't do. Um, so like some of the stuff they left out is like there's no motion tracking. So like if you move around, right. it doesn't change the view. Oh yeah, I remember that. So. Yep. Uh, but it has, and it has a hand controller that you can like 
interact with things using. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, you're not waving your hands around and you're not moving in a space, but right. it's like, it's one controller. Right. And the, the, um, the use cases that the, the reviewer described, you, you know, he was like, in a nutshell, this is IMAX on your face. So, so if nothing else, it's an amazing way to watch great movies, you know, instead of like on your silly little phone screen. Right. You know, sit in the basement, throw the thing on your head and watch like, it made me think of it because of not because ready player <laughs> one is all about that, but because I wanted to see it and I like, I would have liked to have seen it yeah. at IMAX. Yeah. So if you can just like strap the movie to your face and watch it. Uh, yeah. I would be all over that. Um, yeah. Also the reviewer said that he, in the past, whenever he tried one of these things, in addition to all of the issues with heat and the wires and all of that inconvenience, mm-hmm. he got sick within 60 seconds every single time. And this, for whatever reason, uh, does not Didn't cause that problem. Not. Good. What have, what have, what's your experience been there? You, all of you guys with the HTC stuff, like um, nausea wise. As far as nausea and stuff, uh, you know, we're usually good for Richard and Kira are good for about an hour or so. And then it just becomes, you know, we need to take a break. And, and part of it is vision and part of it is just the, the weight of the headset and the wires and all of that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm good for slightly less than that, but I'm a, I'm a weird, a weird, um, you know, you edge shouldn't case. compare anything. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're weird edge case. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Um, you know, sometimes just like sitting at my desk is too, and, and looking at my computer is too much for my eyeballs, depending on the time of day. Mm. So, yeah. well, eyeball the plastic one never really cares. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's, it's tempting. I have to say, I haven't, I've never gone past like the Google cardboard types of mm-hmm. experiences. So yeah, I'd, I'd want to try it before I bought one because yeah, you like, guys already, the, yeah. Right. So the, the other big use case, and I, I heard this from another friend, not a reviewer, but an actual person I know is that they, him and somebody else both bought them mm-hmm. and they just played like a board game in VR and he, he said, like, within seconds, you forget that you're not in the same room. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. And you're just like, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, the game. I I think it was, it was some game that they weren't it's really like that into. Yeah, it was something, some yeah. dumb game, like backgammon or just some basic game that wasn't, it wasn't really the exciting part. It was more right. like the, the, the sense of presence. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah. And when you take that thing off, you were like, whoa, where am I? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like I need a pair of these for bad movie night. So, so whenever Wyatt and I do a bad movie night, we can share a virtual couch. And- well, you might be able to share the movie itself. Yeah. <laughs> and so you don't have to like, okay, three, two, one, press play. Right. Cause that's what we do now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, and then we sit on Skype and, and like mystery science theater 3000 our way through the movie <laughs> so what's the what's the most recent bad movie night movie if you remember oh gosh i don't remember yeah <laughs> I, I know we watched one and i know it was bad <laughs> i know it wasn't that long ago i'm surprised you haven't run out there must be no end of bad movies there, there is no end to bad movies I'm, I'm pulling up the chat now to see if i can remember but did you ever see that one with the haunted tire killing people? Oh, yes. Yes, that was, I think that was the first one we watched. Oh, so bad. Yeah. The the final scene, though, was kind of worth it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no, last time we didn't watch a bad movie. I think last time we just watched an old Star Trek episode. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
Well. <laughs> um, my yard got mowed. Oh, right. Update on the lawnmower. <laughs> the lawnmower came back. We got the yard halfway done. The lawnmower broke again. <laughs> the lawnmower went away again. Uh, frantically found other people to come and mow our yard. We got it done about two hours before the torrential rains hit. <laughs> nice. So is that going to be the 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 new way things are or do you, you're just going to go back to trying to mow yourself? Oh, no. We, well, I mean, you know, we have this big mower that we paid for and went fixed. The yeah. warranty company isn't looking into like, it's like the third time the same thing has happened. And so they're going to contact the manufacturer and see like, is there a problem with that particular model? Mm. Is there something else going on? They might end up replacing the mower. I don't know. They're reimbursing us for the money we had to spend to get somebody else to mow. Oh, that's a change of tune. But it'll take like, you know, they said it could take a few weeks to get the check, but it is on its way, supposedly. And so, I mean... No, how, and, what, what and, changed their tune? Like, why did they? Because they weren't going to pay you originally. Well, no, it was never them that was not that was, that was not going to pay. It was the other company messing things up and telling us that they said they weren't going to pay when they, in fact, never contacted <laughs> money. So, so they're looking about you know getting us our money back on that too. So, it's oh, a it, yeah, it's a it's a big mess, but. It's a big mess, and I thought the warranty company was at fault, but it turns out, no, they're the ones that were right, and they're doing, like, going above and beyond to help us get it sorted out and, and get us reimbursed for stuff, so. Oh, so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Restore my faith in humanity a little bit. Yep. Although it does so. give me an idea for a, a blockchain warranty solution. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> get on it, internet, yeah. internet miners, whatever you are. Blockchain lawn mowing service or something that would be good my blockchain is super super grassy yeah well yeah because it's raining there now right so yeah yeah three and, two um, one four foot tall grass exactly you can you can literally sit there and watch it grow <laughs> it's kind of like listening to this podcast <laughs> kind of <laughs> about as exciting <laughs> <laughs> So what's on the radar? What do we? It's summer. Yeah, it really is. What, um, it's summer. Um, I have a magical adventure planned for this weekend. Oh. That I can't talk about yet. Oh. Um, I think I might know a, what this is. Yeah, it's a surprise adventure, because I now, uh, I now have a 16 year old mm -hmm. who gets her. She'll be going Monday to take her test for her learner's permit, mm. to, and to start learning to drive. Hmm. That so that's interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. So, and then, and then you'll start breathing into a paper bag. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And then, um, let's see. Uh, going to Gen Con later this summer. That should be fun. Nice. Is that what the cost? You have costumes set up. Is that what that's for? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and you, you're mentioning Ready Player One reminded me of that because mm -hmm. I've got my, I've got my, um, my prop vr headset that i made and haptic gloves and i'm gonna go in as a gunter <laughs> oh that's so cool and, and we've got you know jedi robes and doctor who outfits and yeah so you know let's figure why not let's let's go let's go hang out with sixty thousand people in costume yeah full nerd and, and look at games yeah that's awesome so you said gen con it's not comic con what's the what is gen con Gen Con is an enormous game convention. It's mostly board games. I think it's when it started years and years ago, it was board, war games and role-playing games. I think now it's mostly board games and still a lot of role-playing games. And it's just a, a four-day convention in Indianapolis. Um, we're not going to be there all four days. 
because that sounds exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know the yeah huge exhibition hall where you can go and look at look at and buy games from from like over five hundred game vin- board game and RPG game vendors and um, you're just uh, just events going on for four days of just people playing games and and what have you. So can you imagine working in housekeeping during that? Like okay. like the laundry service. <laughs> uh, Do not put my horns in the dryer. Yeah. These tusks are dry clean only. Yeah. 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 There's a there's a lot of people that go in costume. We w- I've never been to something like that, but I have been to. Uh, but Cooper's dying to go to the next Comic Con here, mm-hmm. and we went to Halloween at Disney World one time, which was, I mean, it was great. Like. Everybody was in the spirit. Everybody was dressed up everywhere you looked. I mean, it was just packed with people being, Mm -hmm. you know, you're there at night and it was trippy and awesome and just super cool. You know, I could sort of take or leave Disney in general, but it was, this was fun. And like, it, like we had no idea, like Cooper dressed up because we knew there was trick or treating, but we had no idea. So we just, we were like the, we were dressed up like, like Disney guests. (laughs) (laughs) You and his mom and dad. Yeah, exactly. Cargo shorts and running shoes. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I can imagine. I'm actually looking forward to, you know, Cooper's the the one who's sort of the motivation mm-hmm. for it, but I'm looking forward to myself. I didn't actually think well, until just this second, would I dress up? I guess I have to. Who would I be? <laughs> well, PAX isn't that far from you. PAX East is in Boston every year. Every that sounds spring. familiar. That sounds familiar. Wow. I'll have to look into that. Sounds like this is more. This is a bigger world than I even knew. I like Comic Con yeah. was the only one I ever heard of. So, yeah, no, there's the um the there's Pax Pax East is in Boston. I think it's around March. Hmm. Yeah, Boston's easy. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, and I mean we're just we're just driving up to Indianapolis, and I've got us a, a hotel room that's a ways from the conference center, and and then managed to book a book a parking space that hopefully is is actually there it's a service i've never used before called park whiz not sponsored (laughs) um (laughs) so i never used them before but i booked us a parking space for like 20 bucks a day next to the convention center wow so and because the 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 downtown hotels during the convention end up being like 300 dollars a night it's ridiculous Mm. like you know we could drive 10 minutes and get this place for 70 bucks a night and and then pay 20 bucks for parking and still come out 200 dollars a night ahead you should try airbnb (laughs) <laughs> private joke nothing against airbnb but it's gonna take a while <laughs> i'm sure on 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 the general on the general level airbnb as a concept is fine but it's gonna take a while before i personally get the nerve <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm reaching out of my comfort zone agreeing to stay in a hotel <laughs> uh, yeah inside joke uh, yeah Anyway, we should yeah, probably parasites are not fun. Okay. <laughs> should probably wrap it up. Yeah, so you can go to you can go witness the reorganization of the game cabinet. Yeah, it's actually actually tonight starts the the now that she's sixteen, we feel she should start adulting more. So Kira is cooking dinner tonight. So. Oh, fun! Well, that's a fun stage. Yeah. All right, folks, that's it for this week. I'm Jonathan Stark. I'm Kelly Shaver, and we hope you join us again next week for Terrifying Robot Dog. Bye. Bye.
up from Atlanta, we had a bunch of boxes that we just stuck in the basement and weren't urgent. Mm-hmm. And then like maybe seven years later, we finally opened one and it was our bathroom garbage can from Atlanta still full of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like when I when I moved out when I went to when I went to original college. <laughs> yeah, see I took two tries as well. Um when I was eighteen and then and then I went from there straight to Calgary, living with Richard for like a year and a half. And I came back and like all of my stuff that I had boxed up before I went to college. I didn't even open it. I just, okay, I haven't needed this in two years. It's gone. <laughs> yep. I tried to do that. I tried so hard. Eventually our house caught on fire and everything got smoke damaged and I was able to just throw away all the boxes. Yeah. But that's not the way to do it. Not but... the way to do it. No, I would not recommend that approach. 